I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2023. Yeah. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Hey, listeners. Before we dive into this week's podcast, I wanted to let you know this is an independent podcast. And we're doing this podcast all on our own so we can deliver the content and get the guests that we know will help you with your creative journey. And that means we don't have the financial backing or the marketing and promotional tools that Wondery or iHeartRadio or Gimlet might assist us with. Now, we want to continue giving you game from the Hollywood trenches. So we ask that you help us out. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that review button. Definitely hit that review button and download these episodes, post links on your social media, tell everyone you know, and support our Patreon for only $1 a month. Find the link at screenwritersrr.com or patreon.com forward slash screenwriters rant room. And if you already are a subscriber, we love you. No, we really do. And we appreciate you listening. So let's get on with the show. <laughs> so he, I'm sitting here like I'm rapping too. Like, it is. No, you, you, you got didn't know I had bars like Man, that, did you? The hands is moving right there. <laughs> I'll set this one out. <laughs> oh, I go, we in the cipher. We got to pass yeah. it over to Mark Blutman and let him yeah, give, give you something. He's about to go. He's about to go. <laughs> Just He's keeping it real, guys. That's, that's, about, as, right. that's <laughs> about as fly and street as I can get. No bread there, but totally. doing my best. I love it. <laughs> uh, we got to have a dope, dope show for y'all. So if you guys are growing, let's go ahead and jump on in. What's up, Chris? Derek in the building. I'm doing good. You good? I'm doing really good, actually. We were talking about that new um, uh, Steve Jobs Steve book. Jobs book. It's not new. It's well, the old the, one. Yeah. The, the, we just been listening to it on, on audio. It's so fascinating. It's, crazy. it's so inspiring. Um, yeah, it's just been you know. I mean, it's been the last week has been you know. Last week was a weird week for me. I'll say this. I I, I saw the Spider-Man movie, okay. which everybody needs to fucking see. It's so Going damn on. good. My kid went nuts on it. He said it's amazing. It is so yeah. amazing. Everybody I talked to have seen it twice It's already. so amazing. Yeah. And so I saw it, and then um, I came back, <clears throat> and the rest of the week, like I had so much trouble doing any kind of work. You know, Ooh. I just was like kind of craziness. Um, so I started reading this other book that I recommend now. It's called Essentialism. Hmm. The art of doing less, and uh, it's just like strip away crazy stuff that you're doing, like like how to prioritize things better. There's a great chapter on like how to say no gracefully, and it's just been really helpful. I don't know I've been reading it for the last four or five days, mm-hmm. but um, that, um, you know, I'm just I'm just I'm just you know, there's a project that Ron McCancy wants me to direct an action little short, okay. so we're planning that. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get the guy who was the uh, stunt coordinator on. Picard to come come in and, nice. and do the stunt because it's a it's a martial arts thing and mm-hmm. and but I was like we're not doing this without 
somebody. <laughs> I'm just thinking about a book about the art of doing less. Yeah. If I don't read it, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> it's part of the book. Lazy right. That's what they want. It's true. It's true. But you, you can't bring a comedy writer into it. <laughs> no, but you can't. Not at all. But see, but it's like it's so interesting about like how do you look at what your day is? How do you prioritize your day? What are the things in your life that you should be? He's, he says, you know, in, in life, you, you have to be the editor of your life. Mm. The way that you edit your book or edit your movie is like, you edit your life. Like, what mm-hmm. is, you, has to be out of frame, out of focus. Um, it's, I, I know it's, it's been interesting to think about. Because I tell you right now, like, I gave someone notes on a, on a pilot outline uh, the other day. And I must have spent, like, you know, whatever, reading it. It was... I don't know. I don't know. Two hours, and then an hour doing notes, and then we talk for an hour. And I was like, "Sounds like my world." I'm tired. <laughs> right. I'm tired of all. The, I just, I'm just, you know, I was like, yeah. I'd love to. I mean, I, look, I this guy gave me really great notes on a script of mine like, a couple months ago, but I was like, I need to like learn how to say no to those things the, the best. Mm. And then I'm then I the chapter is like, here's the great way. It's like five examples, and like you, as you can kind of you know extempor- uh, gracefully, right? Yeah, gracefully, to, graceful to, to, to improvise with, sure. yeah, you know. Yeah. One of the, um, one, let me just interrupt you really quick. One of the shortcut things that I learned working with Ben over there, <clears throat> because you know I me, mean, I'm the type of person you I give you notes. It's like page to page, and we're sitting there for four hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, okay, what's a shorter version? He just gives you highlights, like or the headlines. Here are the headlines. Hmm. Like theme is something you need to work on. You know, character choices, whatever, you know, the way you do transition, just like four or five big things. And then he that's all. He that's gets. huge. You'll cut yeah. your time yeah. for each person huge. and you'll be able to accommodate sure. more yeah. people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, the, but now the thing that I did that I was actually proud of myself of in doing notes for him is, you know, when we talked about it's so funny because we talked about this last week with DMA about mm-hmm. too much story in the pilot. And he had too much during the pilot, way too much during the pilot. Front so, loaded, yeah. Just yeah. and so like I was like reading it, and I was do, I was doing the notes just when I thought and I said I could rebreak his pilot with five sentences, you know. <laughs> right. In my in my mind, I, I was like, here's since the teaser, here's since for Act One, here's Act Two, Act Three, Act Four, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is what I've been, have, have been like. This is the thing that I love that the guys did on Star Trek. I was like, oh, they just look at it and go, here's the rebreak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's the rebreak. And oh, so there was right. something cool about doing the work in general. So it's not, it's, it's not like I'm upset about doing the work, but, but I just realized that I was like, oh, I just need to be able to like put my time and energy at the right places. Because I realized the last, since we've been on strike, there's like 90 things that I want to do yeah, and I'm just right. like I want to do them all I want to do them all yeah. I was like I can't I got to do what is yeah. only important I, or, or got to walk or that's, got, yeah. that's most of the yeah. day yeah you know yeah. I got nothing left yeah and the first month was um, rather depressing you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying I'm, I mean, still, just, I'm still feeling it I'm, I'm still, still feeling it now. well yeah I mean there's, yeah. I, I, to know? me I think a lot of it is I think a lot of it is that because I'm the uncertainty is causing me just to like revive stuff or what about this what about this yeah. what about this like trying to like figure out what might be the the thing that I want to work was work on because once the strike is over you gotta have something you, you, gotta yeah, come out of you, here with something you, you have to have something you know and I'm like okay so what is that gonna be you know yeah. so but yeah but besides that you know I mean I'm feeling I'm feeling energized I was excited this last thing I was excited about our prep call for the live episode of the rent room coming in June 23rd yeah where's that June 23rd at Dances with Films Dances with Films yeah Um, at the uh, Chinese Chinese TCL theater yeah theater 
2 p.m. to free. 4 Yeah. Free. Everyone can come for free. So. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. You know, I want to, can I go back go real ahead. quick to something you said? Because sure. you said <laughs> you were talking about you were doing notes and the dude front loaded everything mm -hmm. and you were, and that's all because of streaming right now. This is the problem because point. I, nobody is letting their shows breathe. Mm. The streamers want two, three episodes that are gonna be attractive right. to new subscribers, right. and that's it. And the art of storytelling is fucking let this shit breathe. Mm -hmm. Let it develop, build characters, build world. And I find when I'm reading stuff too, people who are writing for streamers, with streamers in mind, they're front-loading that shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, these are people, if you tell them to go write a book, they're gonna hand in a 26-page book. Right, right. <laughs> like, they just don't know how to no, let no, shit you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. You know, the thing I was telling my buddy, I said, hey man, look at the, 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 the pre-HBO Max model that you would see with HBO shows. You usually take three episodes before you got before you understood what the show was going to be doing, mm -hmm. you know, which was always like, oh, I okay, first episode is this, second episode is this, and th third episode is bang. Now we're like like ratcheted in, and, and now we're off to the races. Yeah. And that I thought was like what what we don't see on streamer shows anymore. And the problem with that, it, like what happens all the time, is this thing I say all the time is mid season fatigue. Mm. Episodes seven and eight are usually these episodes that like nothing happens. <laughs> you're like, you know what? You spent two episodes doing nothing, and because you're saving for the finale, and then perhaps the executives are thinking to themselves, <clears throat> well, maybe we don't need to do ten episodes anymore. Maybe we should do eight because you're gonna like to now pull it back. And it's like it's only because you front loaded so much right. in the when one one maybe right. two that there's no time Nowhere to, to you're like where are we gonna go? You know, because mm -hmm. it's so, if you front load it so much, then you don't leave enough. Um, like like threads of option threads, you know. I'm watching some stuff, and I uh, specifically I can't nail one. Right Mark now. Bloodman in the building, by the way, just to make come it clear, on. what's yeah. up? Put some respect on his name. Um, yeah, come I, on, I'm watching some stuff and going, you know, it's episode three, and I'm going, I would have done that at the end of year two. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm like, yeah. slow down. Yes. Yeah, you know, yes. it's yeah. a crosswalk. Wait for that signal. Just chill, <laughs> chill. <laughs> Trust you, yourself. You, you're right. I th but the thing is, you know, there was the interesting thing I saw the other day about the strike and the payments and what the streamers do, particularly Netflix, about how like, well, well there's not going to be any back end, but we're going to give you a bonus at, at season one, a bonus at season two, and they're always talking about it to be like a, like a million dollar bonus for these creators at season three. But then they never let season three happen. Exactly. So yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's no one who's right. getting that bonus, mm -hmm. and it's like yeah, the thing is, is that if, there's all this talk about how often people don't finish this the season. Don't finish. They watch a little bit and they get and they get exhausted out. Right. It's because you've put so much at the top that you don't have enough ability to kind of like like make episode five pop or make episode seven Fact. pop. Fact. You know, an interesting yep. way because it's the thing we talked about. And I was like, and I'll be honest with you about this. And I was afraid about this with Last of Us. The seat that episode three mm -hmm. was gonna make it hard to finish that season strong. Best, you know, of the whole season, <laughs> and and it's fantastic, you know. Fantastic. But my, but I kept remember I kept saying episode right. that should have been episode seven, six or seven. I, I, in any other world, it would have been seven because yeah. even even right now I've yet to watch the finale of that. Are you still having seen? Yeah. 
Because it's, it ain't as good as that one. It, it, well, but, yeah, 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 good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the show began to because because it really started like slowing down, like mm-hmm. the downhill speed. It's good. I'm not taking anything away from it. It's all yeah. good. Performances are good. But that was such a, a spike, you know. And I yeah. was like, oh, you guys just push that a little up, a few episodes down, right. and then you know you keep me longer, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I think we're dealing with a public that has small attention span, mm-hmm. and I think people are watching YouTube more, TikTok more. I mean, I watch YouTube more. And so I do feel like on one end, television shows, I look at Succession, right? Right. I feel like that perfectly ended at four. Mm. And when I'm developing television shows, even thinking now, I'm like, I don't see it going past four, though. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I think, I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to... But but see, that's the hmm. beauty of the multicam, which they got rid of. The multicam yeah. can go. Yeah, multicam can. Well, yeah. it can. The well, multicam no, you're right. can. It's the, it's the design of the show. I like, agree. Like multicam shows, or I saw something the other day with uh, uh, Mariska Haggerty was on the line in New York. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, 25 years of SVL. I was like, 25 Crazy. years. Before some like, of these kids even born. That's are crazy. you playing the same character for 25 <laughs> years? But it only works because the engine of that show yep. like allows that. And most something like something like Secession has got no engine. Yeah, you but know? it's a stand, they're standalone episodes. Yeah. So you could totally yeah, keep that yeah. going forever. Yeah. And even you could even change different themes of the show. Oh, constantly. And still keep constantly. the same yeah, format. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, and that yeah. gives you that long yeah. luxurious the long run. run. The same yeah. thing with multi. Uh, this, again, multi came the same exactly. way. So you can yeah. run it that one because you're not so dependent on what's the arc of the season, mm-hmm. what's this person's arc, blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's, we're not and changing them. We're just by the wrong. way, back in those days, they didn't even ask us, hey, where are you going season two? Like, mm. you know, on Boy Meets World, like, what's going to happen season two? I don't know. Corey and Topango break up a few times, get back together. Okay, we trust you. <laughs> but well, now fine. it goes back to all this Bible yeah. shit yeah. and map out everything you before you go out the pitch entire everything. Crazy. Now, what if casting, what if you cast a character yep. that sucks and you yep. get rid of? Like, yeah. so you're really not being honest a lot of times with the Bible thing. Especially if you're not getting that forty grand that's in our MBA, right. and your manager right. agent says, "Hey, do a Bible. They really like Bibles. Yep. Really? Well, sign a check, and I'll do a fucking Bible." <laughs> right. You know. Right. right. No. No. You're right. I mean, I, I the thing about it is like the thing about your comment about it's hard, bro. I got friends who don't watch TV. after the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like I we're just, talking about normal human beings. No, but I, I get that. Like, I, well, I mean, like, no, you know I, what I mean. No, I get that. I get that because. I think that the design of a show is it's I mean it's hard it's hard to do it a is. show this 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 can keep us attention I think that people that that they're interested like in these short bursts of stuff but at the same time certain shows that like are really fascinating don't Get a chance to run because the thing is a show. Oh, heck yeah, it, like, look, I agree. pulled way y- y- too quick. Y- y- like the, th- the thing about a show is a, like a really really good show. You <laughs> know that like oh I watched this and now I gotta say to myself do I want to invest the time and that's why I think people jump in or out it's because hard. it's like so many hey options. hey I'll just spend the time watching uh YouTube. like YouTube blah 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 because mm-hmm. there's a show right now. That was what came out this year. It was called um, 1899. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guys who did Dark, which everyone I fucking loved, it. you know, but it didn't do enough. Uh, and they yanked it. And, I, and, and to me, I'm like, I don't want to watch any of it now because it's gone. It's gone. Mm. And you guys had planned to do this 
Like I'm sure, look, so much success with Dark, four seasons, right. and then you don't get even the opportunity to do another. It's right. kind of sad. And we don't even know, by the way, how they're really performing. We don't know that. We at don't all. know the truth because we don't, we don't see the numbers. We don't know that at all. And there's and, no transparency. Yeah. And yeah. If, you know, oh, it wasn't performing. Well, it wasn't performing to your satisfaction, meaning it didn't bring in any more new subs onto the next shiny right. new toy. Yeah. Yeah. And leave a devoted audience of how many we don't know going. Wait, wait. We wanted more. We, I, I, they I, don't I, care. No, well, you know, I was talking, I was talking to, thinking about this today when we were coming over here. I was like, um, what's happened with streaming? What's happened with the media? Is now well, the way movies are now? Um, we can. You, there's never going to be cult classics again. Hmm. Damn. You know, hmm. just like like that's a term that says like is 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 so acronistic as like the nineties. No, as like the phonograph. Uh-huh. You know, if you're gonna say it like that, you know, the I mean, bird. You, you know what I'm saying? Because cause, cause, cause I was thinking about it. There was an interesting article that, that Cole hadn't had in his Substack about the WGA is 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 really making a stand about about feature writers. You know. And I was thinking, and he was saying like about. Finally, yeah, I was thinking about. He was saying like <clears> 10, <throat> 15 years ago, they started putting these single step deals in because they wanted to let people kind of as like as R and D on something. Mm. Like, hey, we don't know if this idea is going to work. It's a Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels movie. Right. We don't know if it's going to work. Can you do something? And we're not going to give you. Th- we're not going to give you three steps. We'll give you one. Right. And I think what's happened is, is that we just want to read it in script form. Yeah, it was in script form. So I think what's happened is, is that like the movies have gotten bad because the people who would be really good at writing movies don't write movies anymore. I agree. And so therefore, you have so so you're leaning on development executives to 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 actually do a lot of the work on a story on a movie because the great writers are like you're not gonna give me any money you know I'm 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 getting one step with seven like with seven free passes and then so and it made me think about this is why we don't have cult classics mm-hmm. because you can't do a little movie that'll come out that just might be ahead of his time or whatever it is and then it'll be found on home video or found on the midnight screening somewhere and then it'll build an audience and everyone's going to be like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know I, I, so, sorry just and i'm not disagreeing because what you're saying m- makes sense but there's also a bevy of executives out there that are not looking for the script that can be a cult classic. Sure. They're out there. They're always out there. Everything's out there always. Yeah. But if they read it, didn't know who the writer was, and it wasn't some hot CAA, UTA, WME client, and it was just a fucking name they didn't recognize, and they read the script, and there's like, fuck, there's no superheroes, there's no pre-existing IP, it's just a quirky... I don't know. I can't bring this to my boss. Yep. Yeah. No bullshit. Be a fucking storyteller Here's and be a champion of a beautiful story and fucking run it up the flagpole. That's exactly but, right. But here's the problem. You go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm a perfect example. I got into the, like, when I was in college, I got a degree in feature film because that's what people were making. Yep. All the talented writers and directors. Chris were and making I started features. features. Writers we like still write features. John right? yeah. Singleton. Yeah. Hughes Brothers. Quentin Tarantino. 
David uh, Fincher. Like, and so that's where the creatives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's where the creatives were. Mm-hmm. Fast forward when I hop back twenty years, Donald Glover, Phoebe Waller Bridge, all the dope shit is being made in TV. So yeah. I'm like, fuck features. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to make TV because TV features aren't making what I want to see. Right. Those movies like Love Jones and different right. shit aren't being made anymore, and that could be executives. Uh, and whatever it is and algorithms algorithms Algorithm. whatever yeah, it is whatever yeah. it is it forces <clears throat> creatives to say fuck features I'm gonna do TV right, right. and here's, so that's where we're at here's the thing that I've been saying for years and that I really picked up for the last year when I was development producer is this you will write your script and it'll be amazing and I've said this many times you no longer can write your script to sell it Mm. You can write a pitch to sell it. it. You can no longer can write a script to sell it. This is just where I think where we're going, by the way. The reason is when you go to said pod or whoever, producer, whatever, everybody has 15 Talk projects that sitting waiting to do. Why are they going to stop to do yours? Right. Talk that shit. That's they're when they're already in love with the projects they have. The right. only time it happens, I've said this many times, is when I'm looking for, we, all we have is a log line for this sci-fi movie we want to do about such and such. You come in with a script or a pitch that already nails it, and I go, oh, if we combine that with what we want to do, now we'll green like well, that. It's, it's the exact same thing that I say. It's it's timing. It's, it's, it's all that. It's the same thing I say. No one wants to do your movie. No, hundred percent. They want to do. They don't want to do your television show either. No, they have a show. There's, you know, how you always say, ask them what their passion project yep. is, because if you can come in and go, oh, I, oh, I got your passion project. Oh, yes. you written? I want to do that now yep. because because that's all they want to do. There's yep. no one wants to do anything that is not. It's not theirs, you know. You They've already spent months and months and months on IP. all these things in their slate. Yeah, IP. why are they gonna mm-hmm. stop? Yep. To, to just not. because they read a script they liked. They're not. That's not a good enough reason. The only reason Air gets made, right, is Ben and right. Matt. Yeah. And I got to tell you, that movie is tight. I yeah. saw it mm-hmm. twice. I, like it. I heard yeah. it's amazing. It's great. Like what it. is it? It's a simple fucking. We don't even 100%. see MJ. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, we, don't. we don't. We see don't. Sonny Vaccaro and the shoes. Smart. That's yeah. smart. That was like great. It. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're and right yet, though. It doesn't get made without Ben and Matt going. Hey, this is what we want to do. Remember mm-hmm. us? Hey, good. Well, and we're going to act in it too. No, but yeah, but, exactly. but, at the same, but at the same time, those guys got their own money, so they didn't have to go and, and say, "Hey, Amazon, give us some money." Right. <laughs> they were like, "Amazon." We got this movie done. Right. Do you want to pay for it? Right. Do you want in? Right. Yeah. That's a different Do you play. Want in? Yeah, that's that's right. a different play. You know, I mean, it's 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 an interesting time about like what people want to do, getting people to like to move the needle. What's the right package? It's all right. What's the right package? But you I'll know? tell you what it is the time for. It's the time for really, really, really talented, dope as fuck producers to go indie. Mm. Yeah, that's what I keep saying. They don't. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I feel just, like I need yeah. to just go back to that shit. Saying. Stay in that lane. It's gonna go that way anyway. You because know I mean? you know, <clears throat> lately I have two movies set up that are both indies, and it's a weird world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's, it's really it's, weird. It's a little fucking you know rogue and mm-hmm. like it's, oh yeah, you know you're chasing it's money and like shit. Coming like a ghost town, right? <laughs> <laughs> After Thirty years of you know, no matter what I think of you know Warner Brothers or Disney or whatever, right. that 
fucking money was in the account every right. two weeks or whatever. Right. And indies you get different. paid weekly. But if <laughs> exactly. really dope producers went, fuck, I'm going to, you know, like like there was an agent years ago that I, I was with twice. He was at ICM. <laughs> this like 30 years ago. His name's Scott Schwartz. And he just went, wait a minute. I'm fucking amazing at this business. Mm. I'm going to go out on my own. And so he did, and he packaged uh, Will and Grace. He mm -hmm. packaged yeah. Weeds, Orange is the New Black. He bet on himself. Never needs to work again. <laughs> right. Never. Exactly. Plus, he also, syndication lawsuit, mm. he won $150 million for wow. him and his clients. They That's sued right. Warner Brothers and uh, won. But the point is, if a couple of producers did that shit and mm -hmm. opened up their own, you know, village roadshow type things and just said hey world we're here we're new we're like gonna fucking make movies that the studios should have made right stop making because it's not ip and it's not fucking you know superpower <laughs> shit exactly. we're just gonna make good movies that's wide open right now yeah See, we need more you, a, we need more a24s know. that right we need more uh we need more companies like that mm -hmm. that are that Take are a risk. you know yeah that, that are willing to put money and budget and promotion into these movies that are not being made right I, I i've seen like incredible stuff people make for like mm -hmm. half a million dollars yeah. you imagine yeah. what like filmmakers and writers can do for like five million and shit they can make well, some see, really awesome see, but see look yeah. the thing, look look i said for the longest time where netflix really just dropped the ball is that why didn't they say that there's and i get why but it's like you're not thinking smart again it's the whole thing about just like they won't send writers a set you weren't thinking about the next generation once roger corman's thing <laughs> corman like like disappeared and, yeah. and new world disappeared netflix could have said every year there's a hundred million dollars for us to, to to fund 50 filmmakers to make to make to make two million dollar movies that's 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 your budget What's going to be cool that you make at, at that level, and thank you, and, and that way you start nurturing talent in a certain way that these people are like, oh shit! So this person's really good at this. Do they have a series idea, right. or do we want to put them on a series, or do we make another movie? But it's like, but I mean, because so many filmmakers that everyone kind of forgets about, but people that we still talk about now: mm -hmm. Cameron, Scorsese, Francis Coppola. You know, Jonathan Demi, Hill Dog, they, you know, like, like, like they all started working at Roger Corman. Right. But yeah, the problem yeah. is now we have new tech as executives, right? right? Yeah, and the they worst. couldn't tell you who the fuck wrote The Godfather. Yeah. True. You know, hey, Zaslav, who wrote it? What? The Godfather, who wrote it? What's what? that? You know, that guy, the guy. <laughs> the he guy. wrote it. What's The Godfather's? <laughs> probably what he says. You know, yeah, yeah. like. It's funny, like Robert Evans, you know, and, and, and fucking the series on Paramount Plus, the offer was oh, so oh, cool. Yeah. Matthew yeah, Good like killed that. it. Mm -hmm. like and uh, my, my ex-wife actually worked for Bob Evans, was oh. his assistant. Wow. For I thought he was going to say something years. else for a no, second. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not while these mics are live, bro. <laughs> so, and it was weird because he always wanted to, after we got married, me and Kristen, he always wanted to meet me. Uh -huh. And I never did because I had this idea of what he was, mm. you know, this crazy producer, you know, whatever his vices were. So I never, and he would always, as my kids were born, he would always ask about the kids, Liam and Luke, how are they? And then as our business started breaking, and it's, it's broken, we yeah. know that. I'm not talking shit. Wait, it's not perfect. As it... <laughs> As it started breaking, 
I started thinking about Bob Evans mm. and, 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 you know, I had already read his book and, you know, and, and, and the documentary, um, the kid stays He's in the picture, picture also yeah. is mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. He loved us. Mm. He loved writers. Yeah. He, he fought for us. Respected it. Respected <laughs> it. He always, and I use that word a lot and it's derivative of him. Mm. I talk about making magic. And that's what he, in, in the offer, he's like standing in front of a screen at a screening and just going, yeah. we make magic. Mm. Yeah. And these fuckers don't make magic. They make money is what they do. And that's it. And so us as creatives, we climb that rainbow because we love doing it. And we're told as we slide down, there's a pot of gold. Right. And we slide down and these fuckers have removed that pot of gold. We're sliding down. Wait a minute, we put the fucking money in that pot of gold you just took away? That's right. off. And, and it's, so it's different. So it's hard even when we have this dope as fuck idea that could be the next Godfather. They don't get it. It doesn't let me, let me resonate. Ask you a question. A let lot of them, not all of them. I always like to say this, they're this for all of us. Execs. For yeah. all of us. I've thought about this a lot. Why is it, especially in, here we are in the strike, right? We understand... I hate I, one of the here's one thing I want to be clear. People have asked me this, and I don't know if you've gotten this a lot because people always say we're striking against the producers. It's like, no, it's the studios and the networks, it's not yeah. the actual like me producer, right? It's a misnomer, exactly. I don't know why we call them that. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? mean, I'm not sitting you know here, why? Against, yeah, go ahead. Because I wish I knew those fucking studio people took producer credit. So that's why they're producers. But at the same time, it's what it's, it's called the Alliance of Motion, motion picture, picture and Television, television producers. producers. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they took that credit. So here's but, where I was going. What happened at the beginning, 100 years ago, that we became so, you know, such a peon of something they needed, but yet it's something we needed, whereas directors, the actors, everybody else became important. Yeah, but, no, what but happened? the whole thing is, is that it's the reason why they started a writer's guild in the first place, is that in the silent era and the early days of talkies, they weren't, there was no guarantee on who was going to get a credit on writing something. So Ooh. the director could say it, the, the money people could say it. You know, there was always that, you know, the, the guy everyone talks about is a genius dude, but he was So a, the studio still had it, the right to decide whatever. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, because the studios are the ones who were doing the credits and right. everything like that and they write it up. And uh, fucking Irvin Thalberg yeah. was the one who was like, famous quote for him is like, he was like, the writers are the most powerful in town, the most powerful people in town. We just can't let them know it. Damn. That was his quote. This is the guy that they give that, 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 that they give the award out, <laughs> the Academy Award for being the 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 champion of cinema and something like that. But he knew there's no story. They started the culture like there's that. no story. Yeah. Then it's there's it's, it's, it's nothing. There's nothing. By yeah. the way, you know what I would love to be at the forefront of mm -hmm. when all this settles. Let's say Saeed, you're directing something that I wrote. How about a film by Saeed Crumpler and Mark Blutman? Type. Yeah, I don't see them giving that credit. Well, <laughs> I'm just generalizing. No, I understand. But you know what? <laughs> Nothing changes yeah. without somebody saying, hey, yeah, let's try this. Although, check this out. Totally different. I'm watching the new, so I just finished watching that um, uh, FUBAR series, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like a CIA agent. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty good. Um, and it's a fun little rock. Yeah, I like whatever. Arnold. So, and now he has a docu-series about his life. Hmm. Shit I did not know. So we get to 
is it True Lies? I think it's True Lies. And what's her name who stars in that with them? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. And Tom Arnold, right? Tom yeah. Arnold, yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah. They talk about how Arnold is so cool, he agreed to share, because it was going to be just Schwarzenegger. And he was like, why? She's in the movie just as much as I am. Yeah. Put her up there with me. Like, he did that. And she was like, I can't believe. He did that, and because of that, my career. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it did. Well, jump, jump started. Jump, so it yeah, goes into what you're saying. They can, yeah. but they won't. Well, even on air, Matt and uh, and Ben, mm -hmm. they made sure, even though there were a lot of writers, they protected the original writer. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, there's a huge thing. It was an article in there. I think it was IndieWire that 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 uh, that Matt the Matt no that Ben said to the writer. There's, there's a lot of rewrites. But we're not gonna do arbitration because that didn't happen to us for for, for Goodwill Honey. Because yeah. be, be, see, because because everyone knows yeah. there's a lot of writers worked on that, but they didn't get the credit because they wanted to give those guys the shot to do this idea that was the kernel of the idea was good. Because the thing that the guy said was, you know, almost all of Chris Tucker's lines in the movie were ad lib. Like he, oh, he come yeah, on, we like, know like, that. Like, yeah. like him. <clears throat> And with what's his name with Jason Bateman because mm -hmm. Bateman's a writer and director and yeah. he and performer so he so the so so most of those scenes with those people are like they're redone right. you know and then I think the scene with Martin with Martin with Marlon Wayans was redone mm -hmm. so it's like but but those guys knew let's pay let's pay you know let's let's pay it back right let's but here to that point this is why we're on strike because Matt and Ben are writers. Fighting they for writers, for another writer, yeah. we are writers yeah. fighting, fighting for, for writers. writers. Right. Yeah, right. the other people who we make all the money for don't understand writers. Right. No. That yeah. is no. our problem now. Again, back to the Bob Evans thing. He understood. They don't look at us as artists. I do. We're all well, artists. Well, you know, the fact I always... we're not paid to go to post tells you they don't think we. Well, 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 exactly. It's the thing I say all the time is that it's because everybody. Writes every well, day. Wants to write. No, no, no. Yeah. Everybody writes Everybody every day. Write. <laughs> yeah. Everybody writes every day. They write emails. Yeah, they yeah, write blah sure. blah blah. So, yeah. and the thing is, they conflate well writing an email and writing a text is the same as fucking writing a script. Right. <laughs> That's the, 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 the look. Now they know that they don't have to get in front of the camera to act. They know that they have to get up there and do the directing and storyboarding oh, and everything like that. They they they, they, they mm. don't do that. Yeah, and it's part of their day. But they all ever. do a little they bit. They all of do the thing some do. writing every day, so they don't see. Mm. Th and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" And the thing is, we give them stuff that is good. They don't see the shit. Right. They don't see the vomit draft. Like <laughs> like, like like no one sees right. the vomit draft who's paying money. Right. You know, so therefore they don't know like all the sculpting you got to do to get it. So when they read it, it's like, oh, this is, you know, they think it's good. I mean, I mean, like how many times have you been on a show and you're writing an episode that is going to be, you know, hey, let's, let's do the draft to turn it into the network to, so, that, so, so they can read it. That's not the first draft that goes into them. They don't see that first draft. They don't know about all that extra work that's done. So the thing is... Th th like they can't see our work 
and therefore they can ignore it because they don't see it. But here's also the difference. Back in the day at Disney, a guy like Katzenberg read scripts. Yeah, right. Yeah. You think Zaslav has ever read a script? No. You think Backish has ever some read cliff a notes. script? These guys <laughs> they don't. Get some again, so there's no understanding yeah. of the art form. Yeah. We are painters. Yeah. The blank page is our canvas, and the words are fucking colors. Yeah. There are poets. <laughs> there are sculptors. There are lyricists. Yeah. There are painters. We're all part of this artist community, and we're fucking proud to be part of it. Yeah, because don't push us and dismiss no, us. Because the thing that no one gets is I'm not trying to. I mean, like I, I hundred percent what you're saying. And this goes. This is just just the end on that. Is that what they don't get is what we write, even if they don't read it or not. It it turns on the imagination engine of every person on the crew. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. The production designer reads and goes, "Oh, blah 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 blah." Yeah. Oh, you know, and and, and the if you're good, it's like two or three words is like, well, yeah, yeah, that was a description of this, but here's like 15 photographs, blah blah blah, from what you wrote. Right. The costume designer, I'm kind of thinking they that elevate she's, it. Like, she, I'm, you know what, mm -hmm. she, like you wrote someone so like this, I'm, I'm kind of thinking she's dressed like this, and you're like, yeah, yeah. they don't understand any of that, mm -hmm. right? And. To what you're saying, it's the old expression to make like amazing magic, Bob Evans, it takes a village, yeah. right. right? They now, we are the originators, we built the foundation of the village and they're right. trying to ask us to leave the village we built. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because I just wanted to, because like, this is one thing about, you know, like there's like Grammarly <clears throat> and those, or the editor, the the, yeah. the the corrector on Google, Gmail or something like that. Mm -hmm. I always like, anytime I write something that's kind of like staccato or like my voice or something like that, specifically, mm -hmm. I want to say, so I was trying to correct it. Oh, God. So I was trying to correct it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You Don't know, try the, to put slang it, in there. You're going to be fucking. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Know you know what? There should be an end in there. I didn't want to end there. So I didn't write it. Because I know what I'm doing. Yes. So that's what. So to me, I look at it. Every time you say fuck, it changes it to duck. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, and I say to myself, this is where. Things get bland if you want to rely on what is being corrected. It gets bland mm -hmm. because there's no there's no style to it. You know, it can't be stylized. So I want to change this topic just for a quick sec. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about something you said earlier, Saeed, and I've mentioned to them before. I don't know if you heard, Mark. I'm kind of going through this like strange little. I'm somebody. I don't believe in writer's block because I'm writing so much. I don't have time to have writer's block. I have it for the first time in my entire really? 22 years of writing. First time ever. Why? Partly it's because when I finished working with Ben, I was supposed to go straight into production. So my head was in one space. Mm -hmm. The other was I was all excited. I had all these other projects sitting, like six other projects that are a lot of historical. You know, I always go to the past. And my reps are like, let's do something today. Right. And I'm like, y'all know I'm an old soul. I don't usually just... So in my head, I like to put my characters back against the wall where they can't pick up a fucking phone and call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm having this little, like, I'm not sure what I want to write. And I had probably five or six ideas since, but they're all movies. And that's the difference between knowing what a movie is and what a TV show 100%. is. 100%. Now, where I was going with that was, for you, coming into the guild in the last two or three years, how is it for you guys coming in 
now because I think I was just starting to get uh, do stuff with the union and stuff around like right, right around the strike the last time and Chris was already, you already in the guild at the time right mm-hmm. and so I just want to know what it was for, what's it like for you guys you guys just got in and then bam what, what's it feels like for you guys you know what I mean you see where I'm going I'm yeah I mean no 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 I mean look man we're on group text chains <laughs> right. we're, we're texting each other all the time mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> it's, it's interesting because you fight this hard to get here and then everything stops and this is our first time for so for us this is all brand new right. we're trying to figure it out we're having problems writing all of us because we're used to like working on projects and now we can't work on those projects so you went from putting you know 18 hours a day into thinking about this project right. And now you can't anymore. It's weird for your mind. I think that might be part of it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Okay, so it's like, yeah. yeah, you got like four projects you can't even touch right now. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, shit, I got to like strike, um, you know, four or five times a week. And then, I, and then I have to come back and then I have to like figure out what else I want to do. And mm-hmm. it can't be any of these four or five things I put all my these months into. Right. So I think it's hard for us. But we all do value I think we all understand how important it is to have a union, especially me coming from working 20 years of retail and coming from the music industry where there is no union. Right. And Which is something I never understood. And I was telling... How did they never do that? I, was, I don't amazing, understand. Amazing. I, I was telling... Songwriters never did like nothing. I don't never. Understand. But I was telling somebody just on a retail level, I was striking with... Um, Another one of my mentors, Jeff Lieber, mm-hmm. and we were talking. I was like, wait, wait, "Who do you like better, Jeff or me?" You, man. Shout out, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Jeff, um, Jeff's high. Mark was there first. <laughs> Shout out me. No, Mark. Mark is a mentor too. I'm lucky <laughs> to have a handful of them. But um, I remember when I was on the line, um, we were talking about the demands, right? And I was like, the funny thing is, I worked at a job, and the last day of my job. We had no union. Mm. We were running out of mass. We had no more. Oh, did you hear that? He said mass. Brothers don't say. No, 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 mass. Wait, Saeed, you mean masks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, we could grammarly correct that. And 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 we were we were running. We, we were running out of hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. And I was like. We have been putting in and just talking about capitalism, mm-hmm. right? I, I was putting, I kept telling the owner, we need hand sanitizer. Mm, right. We need hand sanitizer. Right. We need hand sanitizer. And so you realize this is a bigger labor issue. This is not just our issue. This is something that's going to be happening for the next decade because capitalism is like, I'm going to make you squeeze every last fucking drop of sanitizer until there's no more there because I'm not paying for another bottle of sanitizer. Mm. And we had no union. We had nobody to complain to. And so for me, I understand the value of having a union. And so, and for that, I, you know. See, see. What you going to say? See. No, no. I, I, well, just real quick. I, you know, I watched Norma Ray way back when it came <laughs> out. I didn't fucking, I mean, yeah, union. I didn't get it. You yeah. know, like Hoffa. Hey, good movie. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Being in this fucking WGA for 33 years, I have never been prouder to be part of something. I am so grateful for 
the protection yeah. for when I turn 65 and retire comfortably. Yeah. My parents 20 couldn't. 20 years from now. <laughs> you don't know. It could be. <laughs> You're a vampire, too. We don't need to yeah. <laughs> but, but, and I just, and, and again, and I'm not a martyr, but I do take great pleasure in mentoring yeah. folks like you Absolutely. and Miles Warden mm -hmm. and his partner Capri and mm -hmm. so many others. And I truly want you all to have what I have. Yeah because people walked for me so I can have this years ago. Yeah. And now they're the way we're structuring, the way they're structuring the business is, listen, man, we missed it. Right. The yeah. mini rooms, we missed it. Yeah. That was their test of how, can, how far can we go without writers? Right. That was the first step. Right. And we missed that. Damn, that's a really good Oh, point. in hindsight, absolutely, I'm all over it. Yeah. Next step is, okay, good, 10 weeks. And by the way, don't get me started on the managers and agents because they're culpable too and they get no shit for it. They led all their clients down these roads. Mm. The free work shit that a lot of guild members do, the reps lead them down the roads. Yep. So yep. They, they're partly to blame too. The if come deals, all that shit. Partly to <clears throat> blame. Like, yep. Yeah, they're part, I mean, look, the whole, I think what you're saying about the labor action and how it's like, see, the thing is, is this, right? It's easier for a corporate structure to attempt to crush a union in the arts because a lot of people in our, like in America, right. it's an outlier in the Western world like this, don't value the arts the same way as they right. do elsewhere. Oh, it's in schools, always yeah. eliminate the arts. You always eliminate the arts. Our it's damn, it's, it's, yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's not considered, you know, there's, you know, like, People, in, if you if you if you ever meet anyone from Europe, who is works in entertainment, is an artist, whatever it is, they look at it as like this craft, this calling, that something that we get to do to help society, mm. to, to you know, to to this this it's it's like a release valve mm -hmm. to society, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's not how it's viewed here. Right. And it, you it's know, respected. It's it's respected. To be an actor and it's, you do it's, it's all that. I mean, there's yeah. there's all this talk you hear about some of these guys in the past, like uh, Richard Burton or things like this. These these English actors who would who would make it so big here and get all this money, and they kind of felt guilty about it because they were like. I'm doing something that shouldn't put me into the position of being an elite because I'm doing something that's help helping everybody. Now that's why they can crush the. That's why they look to crush this shit because once they push it here, it becomes the domino of like, okay, so then where's the next? Where's the next? You know, like union that they can crush. To me, I've been saying this like you know, like online the last couple of weeks, and like no one seems to. I, I I get no love on this. Is the video game, the, the VFX people need right. to form a union now. Yeah, absolutely. This is the so. best time for them to do it. This is. I didn't even know, realize that they, they were. They don't there. have one. Wow. They've That's crazy. They, it's been stopped a lot. Just like when Amazon was stopped on this kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. it's been but the thing is, if they're <clears> pushing everything like, like more and more toward AI, everything like that. They're gonna need visual effects suits. Like I'm surprised they're not part of like the animation union or something. Right. They, you would something. think that. You would, yeah. think, you would that, think that, but they're not. And the thing is, too, like friends of mine have been at shops where they try to where they try to you organize know, right. and they get crushed. What did my man do at Amazon? They need to talk to that motherfucker. That dude. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it, but because it's, it's like a friend of mine used to he worked at uh, Disney on Marvel things for for sort of VFX stuff. He was uh, he quit after working um, <clears throat> fifteen hour days, seven days a week for nine months on wow. like on 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 uh, Winter Soldier. Um, WandaVision and uh, Hawkeye. Wow. And he was like, it's just too much. Mm. And there's no, and it's like, oh yeah, if I had to work seven days a week, I'd be, he'd be sleeping in his office a lot. On the Damn. weekend, sleeping in his office. Damn. Because he got to get the work done. Because it's like, oh, there's no protection. There's mm. no unionization. There's there's no ability for people to say, we're not doing it. And there's been all this talk about several, several executives at companies are like, I love it when I can make a VFX shop go bankrupt. What? Somebody I said love it. Yes. Who says? There's, there's, Give me names. There's addresses. Got, <laughs> what? I'll find this out to see if I put wow. it in the but it's but, <clears throat> but like but back when uh remember when um Life of Pi mm-hmm. like won the Oscar for that? Yeah, right. The day the day the day after that it won the Oscar, those the two top VFX houses had to declare bankruptcy because they got pushed so hard. Wow. By Universal, about you gotta re, you gotta redo all this kind of shit. The Tiger's not looking good, right, right, and right. this is late in the game, you know. And then it, so it's like so they get a lot of pressure like that, and it's like that's where they're trying to do that to us, right? And know? I think remember, we're only eleven thousand five hundred. <laughs> exactly, we're you small. You find me another union yeah. with that few membership right. that are as badass, right. and a lot of it is because we have amazing fucking Teamsters led mm-hmm. by Lindsay Doherty, mm-hmm. Teamsters 399, who stand with us. Yeah. But I think shout when the her. big <laughs> shout out to her, she's everybody want to be her boyfriend or girlfriend, isn't that <laughs> Absolutely, she should fucking just get like a hundred acres somewhere, and we all go live with her on a compound, <laughs> and just I I would be drink part of that. that. Kool-Aid, I right? would drink her Kool Aid. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she is. What she's got a Hoffa tattoo. I've never, oh, yeah. I never thought fucking she's Hoffa dope. was hotter. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. the best. But the point is, when the dust settles, there will be a lot of other groups of people who go, yeah, we're only 5,000, 10,000, but mm. let's be like the writers and fucking unionize. I think we will be a stunning fucking example when this is over. The, yeah. the last episode of, I think it was the last episode of Strike Talk with Ray, uh, Ray, Ray. Yeah. I think he was talking about why he was saying how much he wanted, you know, the DJ and every, all not all of us to become one union. And they gave a reason of why. Oh, he had the two women on. I haven't, two, heard, it. I haven't heard it. Oh, it's dope. Two, two episodes ago. He had these two big producers on. And they talk about why you can't. We can't all become one union. It was fucking fascinating. Um, I don't know if you've listened to it or not. I haven't heard that episode. Okay, I listened really, really to Strike Talk. I, okay, okay. Last one I heard was the Bill Mechanic Did you hear that one? one? Yep. I don't remember what he said, <laughs> but, but, word for word, but it was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Well, you know what? The thing is, is that, you know, we talk about this. It's like the 11,000 people who are striking, the writers, our work, it doesn't just create the billions of dollars in profits to the people. Right. Our work employs three, four hundred people per show, you know. So this is there's a there's a is a there's a leverage factor right. on what we do employs a lot of people. Oh it, yeah, it, man! It, if it, the it, actors go out too with us, the city crumbles. Yeah. Crumbles. Yeah. Crumbles. Yeah. 
That's why the DGA really went out like some bitches. <laughs> but, but, but what's funny that, is y'all said y'all y'all, y'all guessed that. that. Oh, yeah. When I was on here, you yeah. said it though. I, said, yeah. I know you said because I, I was they, like, <laughs> let's just be clear. They always do. They always yeah, do. You it said was, it. It was no. no but, but, it, it wasn't like yeah. We. Yeah. Yeah, but but the thing is though, my, are you DGA too? Aren't you? Didn't no, because I know you directed some episodes. Yeah, you never you never did it. But see the see the thing is is that. They really messed up because they knew. Right. Everybody knew that the SAG vote was coming out on Monday. And they strong. knew that. Yeah. But they just wait. Just wait 24, 48 hours and then get more leverage. There was some reason. I, I remember reading it somewhere. It's, it, it's and not, then it made sense. It's not good enough. It. It's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. Todd said his money. Are you in DJ? <laughs> no. Okay. We, we both would be if we had our, our projects done, wouldn't as we? As far as us <laughs> as writers right. go, them settling speeds up our process by four weeks at least. Mm. I agree with that. That was yeah. my thinking. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. That was my thinking I also. That. I was like, the fact that they made a deal means that this probably cut a month off of exactly. as long as we were going SAG to will make a deal too. I'm almost positive because so AMPTP cannot afford to have those faces out there. Billy Ray we're the that. faceless. Right. You know, we're writers. We're yeah. faceless. And yes, some actors are walking with us. And we appreciate yeah. it. Super, a super, a lot. Yes. And we love having that. I'm, still, I'm still in SAG. I still vote. I mean, yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do believe they'll make a deal because the, the, these guys, their stocks have tumbled, uh, maybe not Netflix, but the mm -hmm. other stocks since we've been out, they've lost billions and billions and billions of dollars right. in, in stock value. <clears throat> they can't afford to have the actors out. Then they'll get to us. It'll take four weeks. I think by the end of July, we'll be good. I really believe that, both as an optimist and a you know, logic yeah. dude. I think it'll happen. Hmm. That would be interesting. You don't, better go on your trips. <laughs> don't you think they'll wait the 90 days, like at least the force majeure, a bunch of deals? That's what I was want? thinking. We need the force majeure. I think that. I mean, look, I think that they'll wait till day 90 to, that, that, that they'll come back on day 92. Here's the deal that we're, that we're, that we're cool with. And then yeah. we could truly call this the J.J. Abrams strike. Because <laughs> then they're like, okay, it's been three months. 2,000 of them have already moved out of L.A., so we're okay, right? It's not even that. It's just that they'll say to themselves, look, you know, here's, yeah, there's probably like, there's probably like five people who've got, you know, three got three billion dollars worth of deal on, right. like sitting around. Oh, this. yeah, yeah. No, like, you know what? J.J.'s is 180, yeah, yeah. 180 <laughs> million. Yeah, we got to just... You gotta cut all that. Let me ask you a question, Chris. We were I don't know if we were talking offline about this the other day, so we don't have to give any names. I haven't seen have you guys seen on Twitter anybody who's in the guild going, What the fuck are y'all doing? Has the, there the DGA people? No, DGA? us. Right. Oh. No. I haven't seen you seen some no. people, Tosh? No. Okay. No. No, Writers Guild. Writers Nobody, Guild. Nobody's questioning our okay. thing. Because we didn't get the full, you know, 100% uh, vote. So I was just curious of was there anybody like, for example, when we let go of agents, we had a lot of people going, why the fuck are we letting our agents go? You know what I mean? So I didn't well, know. If I have were... seen no anti. Well, okay. we, there's, there's a, yeah. I've, I've seen a few people, like one or two people online mm -hmm. on Twitter who I don't know. I can't remember who their names are. The, their concern is. You know, I'm doing my show. I spent four years to get my show on the air. Right. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not stopping. That's so short-sighted. There's also a lot of people who are shilling for the studios who right. are, have fake writer yeah. accounts yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of, yeah. I, I've yeah. seen. So when yeah. I do read some negative, hey, you greedy little bastards. It's like you're. 
Yeah. You're the ten the, followers. Yeah, <laughs> got no credit. They have our logo. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Writers on strike, and wow. you got no, and you got no credits. So right. what's yeah. the deal? But it's like I, the thing is, is it? But but it's also like, for better or worse, to take the position of we shouldn't be striking. You'd get so much like, like heat on you is like is pretty atomic. You know why would you say that? I mean, you with. The last strike, you can have that position. Yeah, for sure. This one, you can't no, because no, no. it's not. I said it right from the fucking beginning. Like the residuals and the, mm-hmm. you know, the minimums and all that. Like it's not about that. Like that'll fucking come. It's not about dollars and cents. The mm-hmm. strike is not about that. It truly is about the, the ability future. for you, Saeed, yep. this extremely fucking talented dude. Eh, yeah. <laughs> to fucking run nearly as long as I did, if exactly. not longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate that for real. And that's it. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, I totally well, agree. Because the thing that people aren't thinking about, and this is why I look at the DGA language as like somewhat suspect. When they're having that thing in there, it's like, hey, we'll compensate you for teaching AI, to, you know, like to do your job. Yeah. Um, I say to I was saying we're going to be called editors. What did you say we're going to be called? Creators. 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 Yeah. Well, that creators. was the fucked up yeah. thing that Max, Max did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was listed under creators, creators, and then idiot Zaslav goes, uh, technical oversight. <laughs> and you want AI to write fucking scripts, and you guys can't even, like, 100%. fucking. Yeah. Well, the trick was, but the sad thing with that is, is that there was someone who, who produced code. From the you know the the back channel code on that stuff, mm-hmm. and it and it, and it has us broken out. A screenwriter, so it's all broken out in their back channel code. They just didn't want to like it's all bullshit labeled yeah. that way. But I <laughs> I just feel like, you know, we settle now for scrap for not the right deal. What happens in three years? Oh yeah, I don't think we're gonna. I think we're going to, like, I agree with you because three years. Remember, they're ahead of us. Yeah. They have giant tech companies. Yeah, we're dealing with Silicon Valley here. They know this shit. They've got tech companies who have signed NDAs that are already working on the AI that could maybe produce original content instead of fucking copyright infringing the shit we've already written. They're ahead of us. Yeah. And so there is no fucking settling. It's protect us now, protect us always. The, the, yeah, right. That's where I think the DGA thing, where they made the mistake on that. You should, I mean, it's like, that's why you needed the leverage of the SAG, because it's like, oh, uh, you, you can't think about, hey, I'm getting my good deal now. It's not about the good deal now. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the deal three years from now, six years from now, like nine years from now. Those right, because, dude, to what you're saying, like, you know, in marriage, like, you don't say to your spouse, hey, let's split up every three years and then <laughs> do a little therapy and see if we can find some new shit to agree on. Go you fuck know. a couple different people, come back, and we'll be all right. right. <laughs> yeah. But what I, what, what I will say is when I talk to my director friends, they don't think AI affects them. This is the problem. I don't know why. Because they don't. Head. They don't think, they don't, like, they, they don't, they really don't think AI affects have them. Have they not seen what they can do? Right. I have, sh- one of my friends showed me the AI version, they took raw footage, put it in the goddamn thing, and right. bam. Like this, now, yeah. was it as good as you would say? No. 
but you but adjust it and stand right. behind them and clean it. But in their minds, it's like they don't see art. Like, oh, well, I don't see R2-D2 on set banging into cameras and shit. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> no, you're right. The thing is, is though, yes, they don't see it for this, the same reasons why it's like, you know, I was saying online, I, I, I was like, look, you guys need writers to imagine for you. You know, that's our job is to sit around and go, what's going to happen in the future? What's right. going to happen? Because we can figure the future for, for, for the characters we write. What's going to happen to them? And then the director comes in and is usually like, how do I make this look interesting in the, in the present? I don't know. I mean, it's just like it seems so. I know. I got sent this uh, this beta testing thing about three months ago. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it slowly. About how do you create um, like these micro stories? This company out of China. These micro stories in AI, where you kind of like it gives you an image and just and like a, it's a, it's like that that space that's a, by by Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. and you just start moving the camera. Wow. And you start, okay, so I want the camera to move forward like 100 feet, then turn left and go down here. And then, you know, and that's what, and so I'm figuring out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the director's job. You right, know? Right. So, see, so theoretically, it's like. But see, I, they think they can just follow the storyboard and bam, they could just direct it. D- well, so, sure. Yeah. That, that, but, but here's the thing. If I'm the showrunner mm-hmm. and I know that that program that I got out of the people from China exists, I don't need to hire a director. Because mm. I don't need to deal with them getting shots that like that I don't like, that I'm not going to use, that they're going to spend four hours getting a small shot that's going to be on for 30 seconds. <laughs> and I can do any of that. Right. I can direct the whole thing from, from there. Right. You know? I can get the AI to come into populated with people. You know, I mean, look, we see everything that James Cameron's doing with with uh, uh, Avatar and the virtual world, right. and uh, that's using an Unreal Engine to the nth degree to create that kind of stuff. Right. That is what is like you can do if you want to think about it. You know, and it's like I don't need you necessarily. I might want you because you might give me something different in how you interpret my script or how you communicate with the actors. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have actors because I'm using the computer. It's AI actors. See, Bro, right. see, see. So, it's so, so, so they're certainly more vulnerable in the world of animation. Yeah, I mean that's oh, yeah. where directors are really going to be vulnerable. Yeah, to to AI. You know, I mean, I mean, but uh, but 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 it's also like once I've seen four or five shots that you've shot, and you know, there's a shot I don't get, I can populate that in the com- in the computer. The computer can make the shot that I want that I didn't get. You know, because because there's, there's there's four yeah, angles limits. already, and, and there's the fifth mm-hmm. angle that I don't have, and it's all gonna be match lighting wise and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like that's not you. You know what? That's not what you shot. And right. the and the director might be like, I never got that angle. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> created it, but we created it because I'm running the show. Right, right. You know, right. now that's also all, all that talk about you see where they're trying to want more time in prep and everything like that. Look and look. You know that I like being a director. You yep. know that's my big thing. But yep. I'm, my, my, my main thing is telling stories. doesn't matter where, what angle I'm doing at. But it's like you can't be so... They're trying to have more autonomy. They're trying to have more autonomy because how many directors are, are filmmakers whose film failed? 
<laughs> most of them. <laughs> that, that's the badge of honor. Right? You know? right? <laughs> most of us had scripts to fail. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? No, so no, but, but, but it's like, but look, 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 I sit around for the longest time and and, and see someone who did an episode of television. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was kind of cool. What's, what's, what's their journey? Right. Go back and look at their credits. You know, the last four, say, say someone got the last four or five years, They've, they've the television television careers ramped up in directing, mm-hmm. and you go back, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's their first television job. Say it's like 2016, right? Right. What did they do before <laughs> that? Jump back to 2013. They did a movie mm. that didn't do well. Of course. And then it's four or five shows before that, yep. and then boom, and then it, whatever. Right. It, it, and 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 they fell it. So the, so the, so they have that need to be. In charge of the story, the way they were when they were when they, when they were directing a film, but it didn't happen. You know, it it it, it like it didn't work for them that way. Like, like they didn't have the the alchemy, the magic that Mark's talking about to make the film that works. But you had enough of the wherewithal to know how to complete the process to go from script to to the fucking finish, to, yeah. to delivering the DCP. That's what I think that everyone is like, you know what that stress is like, I can hire you to do that on my thing. Here's what they're not thinking about. And again, I've always said, just because you have more money than anybody else doesn't make you smarter. Right. Right. You know, and there are dumb people in every profession. I've met dumb doctors, dumb lawyers. Right. I've met good accountants, dumb accountants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one thing that they are not considering and they have not considered this thing through this entire streaming process is they don't care about their audience. Mm. They really don't. And yes, we've said and you know, people are running to TikTok, people are running to YouTube. Why are they doing it more? Because you're not giving them a reason (laughs) to not. They'll still go. But you could, my kid, I got a, you know, 23, 25, they watch YouTube and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But fuck, they watch Succession and, right. you know, uh, uh, The Last of Us and just everything. Mm-hmm. They, if it's good, they'll watch it. They don't care about the audience. Mm. Remember back in the day, testing. You make a pilot, you test it. Who comes in? The audience. The audience fucking, because they're the ones that are going to yeah. fucking watch and pay the advertiser and the audience. They don't care. And here's the problem that they're not thinking about again. The audiences, those kids and those young adults and those people sitting in Des Moines or Salt Lake City or Columbia, Missouri or wherever the fuck, they're so much smarter than you are, Zaslav, (laughs) in that. You're going to give them AI-created content? Part of the magic of falling in love with movies and TV shows and characters is watching falling in love with somebody, wanting to be with them or mm-hmm. wanting to be them. Soon as these kids know that that's fucking AI-generated shit, they ain't falling in love with that. <laughs> Give them. me six AI-generated yep. friends. Nobody's sitting there going, oh, fuck, I want to fuck that one. It ain't real. <laughs> they are going to run away from the industry or, or, or like, or like not, I'm sorry, industry, but the Post medium even faster. Yes. Because, uh, look, look, I... Uh, like 100% agree with you. Like, there's the actress. Her name is Rebecca Ferguson, right? First thing I saw her in was like that Fifth Mission Impossible, oh, okay. and and I was like, wow, this I, well, like whatever it is about her, she kind of like pops on screen, right? Just like, oh, that's interesting. She just she's in that she's in that new show out of Apple called Silo, right? Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, I'm only watching it because I want to see her. Yeah, you know, 
It's the only reason. You know, it's got David Lovio, it's got Rashida Jones, who I love. love. All, all yep. kind of people. It's, it's directed by the guy named Mark Malo. Did the cool, the cool episode of Session with Unbreak. But I was like, I'm gonna see because of her. But I was like, oh, she's fake. Exactly. And what don't they do anymore? They, they don't, don't create stars. stars. They don't. They don't create stars. They, they don't. Yeah. We got, a, we got a question. We brought in my man, uh, Tosh Cameron, sitting in with us, taking photos and everything. Big fan yeah. of the show. Give us a couple questions. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not uh, really a question. It's more just like uh, going off of what you guys said. As a relatively young person, uh, I'll just say why TikTok is so big is because it's creator generated. Yeah. And I know a lot of older folks will look at something like somebody dancing and whatnot but that's not all it's it it is yep. a lot of kids get their politics from tiktok they learn about all these different issues and organize that's why the midterms weren't as bad because of tiktok yeah and uh you're talking about stars who create stars like youtube creates stars True. because somebody like mr beast i don't watch him but he slowly built up his audience I know for who he years is. this old guy knows for, yeah for years <laughs> yeah i mean i barely know who he is but for years I and do. the reason i'm attracted to different youtube people is because i've built a parasocial relationship with them so i think that if they try to make soulless uh things i mean we've seen it slightly with uh soulless marvel projects yeah um yeah hundred uh, percent yeah with something like spider-verse like really blew people's minds and got people back in to theaters and that's just a little and why uh, maverick was such a success is because it felt real yeah. People felt like they were there. And very old school. Yeah. And they were there. They were in a place. making a movie. And Tom Cruise was cool. And uh, who's that blonde guy? I forget his name. Miles Teller? Or, no. no. Which, no, guy, no which guy? The, the oh, guy. Val Kilmer, the oh. older guy. No, no. The, the one, blonde one. And, that's right. He's an internet boyfriend. You need internet boyfriends. And it's really weird when your like, internet boyfriend girlfriend is like a, an animated character. It's weird in general. But there needs to be Pedro Pascal's out there for people to sure. hook onto and different things. And I think if they go for that, more people move to TikTok and YouTube and be less enchanted. That's all I want to Absolutely. say. Absolutely. And I, I'm point. not uh, great point. stuff. I'm not discounting that. I'm not saying, hey, get rid of it. I think TikTok fucking is awesome and serves a purpose. I, I do think, though, when we lose sight of what we are and who we are, there was a period of time where some casting directors we're being told to bring people in based on followers. Mm. That yeah, oh, yeah. bullshit, oh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Be, bring bring them in, yes, but bring other... Like, what if the best person for the role was not big on social media and would fucking become a star? Absolutely. We but still the, have yeah, to do that. To, to me, the, 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 the issue I have with bringing in people who are followers, who have big, like, followers on YouTube or, or whatever... Instagram, TikTok, they've created a persona that you are interested in. Correct. If you're going to be in my movie, I'm not having you play that. Right. I'm having you play what I wrote. And they can't do it all. You know, the time. and yeah. and and and, you're, and 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 they're not skilled at creating a different character because right. they spend all they the time for themselves. They write for themselves. Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, or they could have created someone. There could, there could have been a personality. That they created, like there's a there's a girl on Insta on Instagram I saw the other day. Her name is like uh, Fleeksy, right? Mm -hmm. And her thing just says, you know, it, it doesn't say digital content creator. It says movie character, and she's had this <laughs> wild personality. And I'm just kind of like, that's not her. That may or may not be her in real life. Right. 
But that's what she's projecting. That's who she is. It's, 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 it's sort of like a rap star, right? The, mm-hmm. the rap star's name is their persona they're embodying. That's not who they are in real life. They call murder moot. You're doing so, some shit. So, so, so the thing <laughs> is, they can't be in everything that I want them to be in right. as an actor or whatever. Because that's because right. they're, they're you're talk, that. What you're talking about, and I'm down with you, 100 is preserving the arts yeah. as art. And until the day they rip Mona Lisa and other amazing pieces of art off the walls of the Louvre that bitch. and replace it, <laughs> replace it with digital art, I don't see digital art in the fucking Louvre because there will always right. be room for our art. Right. So even while the fucking, you know, Jake and Logan Paul and Prime and they're fucking blowing up and going into yep. other sports, great. I'm not saying don't, but I'm also saying, and I'll die on this hill, don't stop us from telling our stories. Here's, Ever. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing I was thinking about was <clears throat> the whole AI of it all. I'm always like, <sighs> first of all, here's my thought. Y'all know I keep it real. Let's go. I'm not against you using it for ideas. Some people just need to be like, Here's a log line. We've give all me, used Wikipedia. Give me seven. Same shit, right? So I'm not against that part of it all. But I do have some issue with writers writing it as a script. And the reason is it's already hard enough for me to know. Say you have a partner. How much of it did you write? Right. You know, that's already a problem. Yeah. What I have an issue with is now people are going to be going, I wrote this thing. I'm that good. Whatever the good is taking the credit for the thing they really didn't do. All they did was edit it. You know what I mean? Dude, it's the same it's, stuff as when people were selling shows. You know where I'm going because you know how I feel. People it. were selling shows on based on their fucking Pinterest pictures, right. the pitch deck thing. It's right. the same thing. No, right. Hilliard's a writer. He's a storyteller. Right. Chris and Saeed fucking write. I write. I don't want to sell something based on fucking pictures. And people were getting <laughs> deals. And then those shows never get made. Yeah. Because when they well, hit the script, they're well, lost. Or not even right. that. There was a the, the show. Shit. There's a show on Amazon a few years ago. Tales from the Loop. I'm going to sum out. It's a three, it's 2019, <clears throat> something like that. And it was based off of a picture book. Right, it was this future, so this future world, and had a great cast, and but I and like I, and like I remember seeing the book like years before, going, "This is just this guy painted it. There's no story mm. behind just pictures. It's painting." And so, somehow, people at Amazon said, "Let's buy this and make it, sh- and let's and let's wrap a story around it." Mm. Spent a lot of money on it, on the book, on the rights to the cast, and all this kind of stuff, and it was like I couldn't understand <laughs> what they were like what are they even trying to do you have to completely world world build yeah, they, on they, they, like they the world so built yeah. and the thing is it, it like it wasn't world built well because i was like you just you, the world looked cool didn't have cool characters didn't have people that i was like and they had good actors in it too but i was like but you can't it's like they always say you can't a director and actors cannot make a bad script good <laughs> you know what they can do their part good right but they won't make the the gestalt of it good 
because if it wasn't good originally, it can't. It it is only like it can only become so much better by great actors, great fucking directors. It's right. like okay, not that. I mean, look, every filmmaker you know has got like there's that minor work, right? It's because the story was bad, but it's like but they still got great people in it, and they still get to to do their thing, you know. But but then the great filmmakers got his he got his masterpieces. That's when everything was hitting. And the thing about when you, you do AI is you can't get stories. Again, this goes back to my thing about the about, about like the, you know like previous about the cult movies, right? Cult like cult movies and movies I love from Europe and stuff like that. They don't tell a story that is easily um, decipherable by the audience. Right. Nothing worse than you watching a thing and being like, I already know what's gonna happen. And, the, and and most stuff we see does that because it's like it's safe or whatever, you know. Off that, Blutman, that's me talking in the third person, <laughs> has in the last week been deeply thinking about this. And I believe the reason that these new, you know, not as much the legacy companies, but certainly Apple, Amazon, and, and, and you know, uh, Netflix especially, but... We're thought provokers as writers. We're thought provokers. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't want that. And that's mm-hmm. why there's so much superhero shit and so much superpower shit and so much IP and reboots and all that to what you said. Safe and it's mindless and it won't rile people up. It won't make people think. Right. It will not create discussions between people because mm-hmm. that's what good art does. Yeah, because they don't want that. Hold on, hold on. What did you the, at, say? At, uh, something on that though. <clears throat> so my dad's a painter, and so he studied art, and he said there was a period where everybody was painting these very detailed, you know, almost like what were photographs of somebody, mm-hmm, self portraits. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Then the camera came. And then abstractism came. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the same shit that's mm. going to end up. We're going to have to just pivot these storytelling things because you're right. The AI is just going to create whatever is already created. And it's going to have, you know, like we talked about before, act two, car chase. Yep. Uh, kiss 30 minutes in <laughs> yeah. uh, inciting oh, incident it will here kill it with Fast right. and Furious. Right. That's oh, yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's going to be so, right. That's gonna yes. Be right. And so. Yeah. We're going to have to, like you're saying about the abstract period of cinema, right? We're going to have to start getting back into that to compete, which might actually work with these kids because they have short attention spans and are looking for new puzzles. See, that's why I wrote that tattoo movie. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Because part of my whole design was if you check out for eight minutes. You're lost. You're lost. Yeah. Yeah. You're lost. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, You're done. You're like, where, where are we now? Yeah, because I was aware of this. Speaking of that, piggybacking off what you were talking about a moment ago, um, I was thinking of. So you know, I listened, I watch a lot of the the rap battles and stuff, or yeah. Math Hoffa and all of them. Loved him. So they were talking about. So I think they might have been talking to Meth and Man, right? Mm-hmm. And or somebody like that, <clears throat> one of the OGs. And they were talking about like, why aren't you still rapping anymore? Like, what right. the fuck is going on? You know, like, you still are, like, that dope, right? And he was like, you know, I'm focused on acting. And I I rap a little bit. I I just came out with this little thing with Red Man, whatever the fuck, right? But he was saying that, in essence, uh, what's his name? Um, One of the guys is an AR guy. I forget the guy with the braids. Yeah. I'm forgetting his name. I know you're talking about. He says what's happening is kind of where you're going. 
they tell him like the the the, the record companies the ARs don't want the new kids to know about all those other guys because if you knew them they would tell you the rules like we do right. about you know you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that your contract right. should be like this yeah. so they're like they're old yeah. you don't even want to listen to them if they give you game don't even pay attention to that shit because they're going to tell you the truth it's the truth of how to do your exactly. contract and you're only going to get three cent instead yeah. of 50 and they can't take advantage <laughs> exactly. of them. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? and by the way that's also you're a hundred percent right that's also one of the uh reasons for ageism Mm. Facts. Talk about it. A 40-year-old fucking exec who doesn't have my body of work doesn't want to tell me what to do because he mm. knows I know better. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it, Sorry. man. We get, And in other societies, they revere the elderly. Here, not so much. That's true. You know? That's true. That's but, true. like, I want to be like Snoop. Like, fucking, yeah. you know, people love Snoop. They, they listen to Snoop. Yes. I want people to still listen to me. Right. Because right. I got shit to say. Right. I agree. I totally agree. What are you about to say? That? No, I was going to say, you know, the whole thing about, you know, you know, I always say, you know, people don't want to watch stuff in the 20th century anymore, you know, <laughs> yes. because it's like, oh, I, it's, you're right, because you, you learn something. I don't want to be influenced by that you, old stuff. Yeah, I don't be. I've like, literally had people say, I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> just the, the stuff that people think about that they don't like understand. It's like, see, this is what it is, right? I don't want you to talk to the old guards because they're going to tell you a story about how to be better. Mm-hmm. It's all about being able to tell the story. Mm. The new the, the tech people want to control the narrative of society. That's what I'm saying. Exact, Not exact, exact. By, exact. by hate or seven people who are controlling what stories get the most advertising. Mm. That is what we're fighting for. I don't want seven people to determine what, you know, you know what that means? The Mona Lisa, <clears> oh, we're not, we're not, we're not going to have that. Mm-hmm. You know, Godfather, we're not going to have that. We're not going to have movies like They Live. Right. It was an interesting quote someone said the other day. There's a reason why they haven't done movies about, like, the Union since Norma Ray. Mm-hmm. They don't want people to know about that shit. To think that it's even possible to right. de-unionize. Right. You know? like They the, don't want people out in America thinking, thinking independently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't. don't. Wasn't there a Richard Pryor movie where he was in the union? That shit oh, was uh, out. Yeah, 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 there was. Yeah, yeah. Seen, uh, I just saw uh, it a little yeah, while ago. Yeah, um, Damn it, that was a good movie. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. If people like, forget, he could act. They're working in a car, Detroit or somewhere. Yeah, it was hella good, man. People forget, he can really act. Dude, like, that was, that was, and when I watched it, I was like, damn, unions. M- much like Mark was saying, it's like, yeah, they ain't making no movies no more. No, but I, no, yeah. no, but, but, you know, but but the reason why they were making movies, the, the reason why those movies came out like that around that time is you remember that's when Reagan was trying to destroy right. the the well, he did destroy the 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 the, the, air, the air traffic control union, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone was like, wait a minute, that's fucked up. You can't really do that because mm-hmm. a lot of people at that time who were writing then. I bet you their parents were, were like, was like, or their father at least was in a union, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Wait a minute, this is what gave me the life that I have." And blah blah right. blah blah blah. How is he going to destroy this for who? This so someone else can get their third house in fucking Bahamas? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, so like, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm surprised Netflix made Dope Sick. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised they made that. You yeah, know, yeah. it was like that. The oh, no. Pharma didn't. Yeah, well, that was Hulu, right? Hulu, was oh, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Netflix actually has an opioid show called Painkiller coming out that Peter Berg directed. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Love Peter. Blue collar. Was a Richard Pryor movie. It is lower class issue, but it's very widespread. 
Absolutely. I, I have a I have a TV yeah. series I adapted from a yeah, book so called far. Grip that's about uh, upper middle class white kids who play football, college, and high school, and they have benzo and opioid addiction issues and mental health shit. So right. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing. Was fire. Let me ask you. you right. Yeah, that shit was fire. No, that shit was dope. I'm, so let me ask you a question though, right? Because this is what everybody's wondering. DGA made the deal, right? We knew that. Yeah. I wasn't even remotely surprised when I heard it. They did it kind of early, actually. Were you you surprised? Not at all. We all knew. Okay. When I was on the line, I didn't see any directors with me. Oh, there was tons. There was tons. I didn't didn't see any when I was there. But you said it was tons? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see them. Actors are on the line with us. See, the problem, sorry, let me just interrupt you. Yeah, they please. weren't allowed to put out like signs okay. saying DGA, right. blah, 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 because right. they were in negotiation. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of them are hyphenates, too. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're yeah. also writer. And, right. and just to clarify, keep your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So when on the 20th, when we do our Juneteenth, we're going to be doing it with the African American Steering Committee. Okay. You know, just so you know. So, and it's with everybody who's a hyphenate. Okay. So, just so you know. Yeah. So, SAG is negotiating now. Right. Right. So at the end of June, correct, we'll know whether or not they're going to strike the thirtieth, June thirtieth, June thirtieth, yeah. midnight. <laughs> Although the vote was what ninety something, it was more than us, was wasn't it? Yeah, it was more than fraction more than us. Fraction more than us. We were ninety-seven; they were ninety-eight. Something like that. They had sixty thousand come out. Yeah, they also okay. have nine times more people than we do. Wait, that would <laughs> be I mean? that would be insane. Exactly. Yeah, if we're all picking in at the same time, not a good look for these stocks. Yep. Like <laughs> I, I'm, my fingers are crossed. That SAG holds tight. They can hold the line. I think they're going to hold the line. Just based on what I'm, when I'm hearing and seeing, yeah. all my friends, everybody's on the line. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. coming out, everybody's supporting. You know, we're seeing. You literally go to any studio and you go to all of them, <laughs> Mark. There's you see there. the There's SAG actors. They're out there. there. I'm seeing them out there. You see them. They're out, sure. I mean, they're out there because. They know that they're on the chopping block too, right? And they know that they've seen they can be res- replaced, and but they also seen their residuals go down. They've seen that oh, stuff yeah. where what's, what's what's that show called Bob uh, Bob Loves Abishola? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like the, the where, where where all the series regulars have been pushed down to, to recurring to recurring crazy because we want to pay. And this is a CBS crazy. show. Y'all got money? No, they can afford it. Y'all got money. You know. Well, maybe you know because you're paying two or three people, you know, hundred million dollars, but per year. Uh, But yeah, it's just. I mean, but 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 look, but they know. But they also know. Every actor yearns to have the good role. Yep. They yearn to have some cool writer write some speech. That speaks to something that they went yep. through in their life, and now I get to say it out loud, and not say it to someone that they really wanted to say that, it to. That Taraji P. Henson moment yeah. in uh, in what you call it? I mean, totally, uh, yeah, in the the rap thing. Yeah, uh, no, not Ryan. that one. The the, the the movie where she the oh, the, the, the science. Uh, Why am yeah, I forgetting? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the That's horrible. Her and um, no, 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 oh, no, no, oh, no, no, oh, 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 um, um, hidden figures. figures. Hidden yes, figures. forgive me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hidden figures. Yeah. That, that that monologue she had about the bathroom. The bathroom. Like, yeah. Shit. Because it, <clears throat> that's what they. I mean, look. The, there was a one guy who wrote a. Um, uh, Dead Poet Society. Someone mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, so what's the secret?" Oh, there's a bunch of great ones. In that. <laughs> like, like he, <laughs> yeah. someone's asking him, like, "What's the secret 
to you getting your movies made because you get a lot of movies made. And he was like, I always put a fucking killer monologue in every for the main character. Yep. And they go, fuck. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they want to do. And the thing is, is that every time you write a monologue, who's giving you pushback to cut that down? Bro. Who's giving you pushback? Hey, that's a little too much. That's a little too much. That's a little too much. Studio. That means that the AI will not will not be providing monologues. Mm. Because hundred percent. Because it's like, you know what I'm talking about? It'll It'll be a line from that movie, a line from Greed, a line. Mm -hmm. That's. I can't wait till we're sitting in the theater for the first AI, (laughs) and somebody like says like. Greed is good. Hey, that's Oliver Stone, motherfucker. That's, yeah. that's Gordon Gecko. What are you doing? Exactly, that's from exactly, Wall Street. Exactly. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because these are the same jokers that who, launched. Who didn't Max, watch the movie to learn that that's already didn't been said. Watch, didn't watch, exactly. But also the same jokers that launched <laughs> Max without any fucking credits. Yeah. Yeah. Everything under creator. So yep. if they're capable of that, they are capable of not policing an iconic line from a previous work. I, I can't wait. What? Quibi. They oh, did yeah. Quibi. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, Indeed. How's that doing? Indeed. It's, it's gone. gone? <laughs> it's gone. Um, they also, yeah. Uh, Go 90, too. Yeah, that's gone. That. I've yeah. done shows on there. It's yeah, gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> picking up what you were talking about, though. We're in a strange state, and we talk about it all the time about pivoting. Yeah, and we were starting to talk about it earlier about maybe the independent producer comes back, maybe they go on the rise, right? And I think that that is exactly when when writers are asking me, "Fuck, I just got in the guild last summer. Yeah. What am I going to do?" And I'm like, "You know how to pick up a camera. You know how to, oh. like you got to be thinking differently. You can no longer be one thing, yeah. which is what I've said for ten years. Which you're one hundred percent right. You can't. You can't. You got to be thinking. How can I move myself forward? How can I not wait for Hollywood? Because Hollywood ain't looking for me no more. Right. Facts. You know what I mean. And yeah. that's going to be your key. It may not be that you come up through the guild as a TV writer anymore. Yeah. It may be that you become an ind- independent filmmaker that goes to the Oscars or the Emmys or whatever. You know, and jumping on that, Hilliard, my thing is always, and I, you know, if there's young writers out there trying to figure out what that, don't listen to your reps as far as what to write because they're telling you what to write to sell. That's real shit. Just write your shit, write your story, write your truth at least once because that'll probably be the script that gets you wrapped. Every time. Gets you a deal, gets you yeah. something. Every time. Mark, we've been talking about that yeah. for years. Yeah, one, one, <laughs> Every one, time. One, one thing that I learned in the past year mm-hmm. is trust your gut. Rick Rubin has a new book. He talks about this a lot. Like, Rick Rubin is like, I can't play a fucking instrument, but I have taste. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, one thing I'm Steve doubling Jobs. down on. Exactly. <laughs> one thing I'm doubling down on that I've like seen repeated over and over and over again whether my reps like it or not, mm-hmm. whether as someone likes it or not, your fucking taste and follow your gut. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I've seen that where it's been a novel I was interested in. My reps aren't interested in <laughs> right. it. I'm like, what the fuck happened to that book? Six months later, it's in a deal with mm-hmm. this company. And I'm like, motherfucker. I, had that mm-hmm. I told you. I had that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so now I'm like, bro, if I think it's Chris tight. Chris just goes after it. Right. If <laughs> exactly. I think it's tight, I'm yeah. going after it. But it's hard in the beginning because you're trying to impress your reps. So I understand. It's like in the beginning, 
as a writer, we automatically think like I'm lucky. You think to they have, know? I'm lucky to have a manager. Yeah, that's how they think, but that's yeah. not the truth. They you're only right. get ten percent. It's your business. You you're get right. ninety. Well, you you're but, the fucking CEO of your own business. Yep. Real quick, sorry, Chris. Yeah. If you are writing, if you are writing to sell or to impress, then that story that you're writing is yeah. not living in your heart. Mm-hmm. And if it ain't in your heart, it will not bleed on the, on the page. page. That's real. It's true. All it's gotta do is the script. All the script has to do is impress you. That's it. That's you right. know, and the thing about your reps, and I've been in that situation where you want to, like, impress them, but you don't have to because they already got impressed by you when they signed you. That's a good point. So now it's like now I got to get to. So 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 your job is to facilitate me to get into places where I got impressed those people. But they won't be impressed by something that they They, haven't seen before. Right. Right. Because, you know, like do that. I don't want a rep that's impressed with my spec succession. (laughs) I want a rep that hears my voice. Right. And understands my voice, not Jesse Armstrong's voice. Right. And you got to lead the ship. That's that's one thing I realized, too. And I think it's hard. I think it's hard in the beginning because, once again, I think a lot of writers want their reps to lead the ship. Oh, yeah. And they're like, all right, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. But in reality, you have to steer the ship because also they don't know where the fuck you're trying to go anyway. That's one thing I realized, too, is like they might have an impression of you that's way less than you have an impression of where you want to go. Especially your agent. Exactly. They don't know you like exactly. your manager does. So you they only know to, the script that you turned well, in. Yeah, but, yeah, but also, <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody wants to put you in Box, yeah. the lane that they think that they that they can put you in, yep. you know, because I was talking to somebody the day, and it's kind of like reps get information on where there's money. Right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. they're like, "Hey, I need mm-hmm. to plug you into the money." Yep. And that's the, that's the easy thing to pay for my mortgage, to pay for my car note, to pay for my vacation. Do that, and as you know, as, as black people, they're like, "There's money in the black. There's money in the diversity. So let's put you in." That's, it's, there's no. That's the, there's like that doesn't mean they have to work. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. They want you writing to please their five Soho house bros yes. that they rotate <laughs> yes. their fucking yes. Yes. nights. That I know what those Soho house guys buy. You write that because I hang with them there. Ooh, That's what right. they want you to do. Yeah. What about those guys? Oh, I don't know those guys. Yeah. Well, good reps got to be able to fucking take you and introduce you to the town and that's back when we were starting it was more like that i knew everybody yeah i don't know anybody anymore the thing is the the reason why you know like everybody know you mark like it it came to my understanding about why that people like reps forgot that part of their job because of the whole packaging thing you know of course i don't have to know how to do all that do all that kind of work because if talent agent down the hall yeah but yeah they're gonna put someone yeah you know what so-and-so's client sold this project he's asking me to you know to send me five writers for the, for his client to read and the then they're gonna bird you know, outside. like take those five from you know whatever for me five from so-and-so five from so i got i got 15 scripts to read that's all staff to show right and that and that one person who sold the show who's who was a veteran probably you know what I'm saying? So it, it things that really narrowed on on like on them having to go out and do the 
pa- to pound the pavement and knock on doors and go open up and stuff like that. Because it's like I, I remember I used to ask my the pre- reps I used to have. I was like, well, well I'm gonna get a meeting so like here. Right. I want a meeting at Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. I want a meeting here at Disney. I want to. F- it would never happen. <laughs> and I just my life. I, and I was like, why do they know how to get to Lucasfilm? Why didn't know how to? Get? And I was like, oh, they don't know how to do that anymore. They but don't. Also, that's, not they, that's not how they were. There's also the business. There's also there are different agencies who have a point at a different place. Yeah. So if they don't have somebody who has a point, they can't even get in. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's gatekeepers yeah, there, sure. even for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and 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 I'm here to tell you that if you're not one of the top four, some of those like even like Circle or a few of the other ones, Echo, where they like have a stronghold. You can't even get in. You can't get in the door. Right. That's why your agents or your reps are trying to send you out, and they're just another rep sending you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have no power whatsoever. And I'm telling you this because I would be like, oh, they're not. No. <laughs> you know, you have yeah. to. True. Otherwise, you get 600 people sending you shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I get, I get the process. But otherwise, we are sitting there. If you already, especially somebody like you, with the way that you write and the things that the, the themes that you talk to, you need somebody who understands. You know, these people over here, and if they don't, you're gonna sit. Oh yeah, and but if you wait for them, that's what that's what happened. Yeah, that's, that's why I made the switch to where I am now right. because I was like, you guys don't even know like how to get into where I want to get in. It's and I told you what I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, remember I, I remember I used to send them something every <clears throat> quarter. Right. Here's who I want to meet like this quarter. Facts. It's like 12 people, which it means like that that's should be. nothing. So it's, hey, you know what? That's that's one meeting a week, yep. essentially. And it's, and it's like, you can't get Crickets. that? Yeah. Bye. Used, uh, you know, I'd be doing a show Monday through Friday, and I had five lunches with execs. Yeah. Like constantly. Yep. And people say, well, the pandemic changed that. No, no. laziness changed the, that. Yeah. The pandemic made it easier. Yeah. Right. Truth. Is yeah. Way on. easier. Oh, yeah. I could take five minutes it's to a, 10 minutes to meet you on a Zoom. Zoom I yeah. was doing it when I was a DLP. DLP. Yeah. Come on. You know Come on. Because I mean? there's, there's, like, I don't have to prep for the meeting the same way. I don't have to drop. Also, if you got enough to do, yep. just go to get, get in a Zoom and do it. You know? Like, if this strike was 10 years ago, we should be picketing Katsuya. Because that's where they all are. Yeah. But now they don't. They don't go out. Now they don't go to eat. Do that shit. Yeah. Well, thank y'all, man. This was fun, dude. It's good. Good to see you, Mark. It's been a minute. It has, man. And I think this is my third time doing the the rant room. So uh, I'm close to getting a watch or something. (laughs) At least a Winchell's donut. (laughs) (laughs) We we got a T-shirt coming for you. You do. Hell yeah. For sure. sure. Um, Pleasure. Anyway, where can where can people follow you? Where you uh, Blutman Mark on Twitter and uh, Mark Blutman on Instagram, and um, you know we're out there walking all of us, and we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna stop. So that's where they could find me. I'm out on the lines. As far as you know, if this strike ends, the two projects you mentioned, can you can you say what they are? Or, sure, or I, um, I have a movie called Dare to Dream that I wrote. I'm going to be directing. Uh, once we see how SAG right. and everything plays out, Judd Hirsch is in it playing my grandfather. Nice. Uh, Grip this uh, set up uh, with a, 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 a Proco 
that's probably longer to go. But then I'm attached, and this is so cool. So real quick, but I mm-hmm. want to say it because it, it, there was a young, diverse female writer, first timer, who reached out to me on Twitter just to talk. I remember oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, her name's Taryn Mansfield, and we did a Zoom because I just, you know, I say yes, mm-hmm. and and we talk, and she was very cool, and she was a fan of my work, and you know, at some point I said, so what are you working on? And she said, well, I have an hour show, a mm-hmm. YA drama that's actually set up Mm -hmm. and it was set up at MGM with Roma Downey's company Mm -hmm. and she goes we're looking for a showrunner and I'm a huge fan of your work I said send it Mm -hmm. and she sent me this pilot called Holy Grail and it was really good Mm -hmm. it's uh, basically mostly a minority private school Catholic and it's basically kids who are growing up under the eyes of God Mm -hmm. and have to act a certain way but they're kids and they stumble and they fall mm-hmm. and they get high and they real have life. sex. It's mm-hmm. real life. And it's an amazing show. And I just said, I would love to be Actually, part of it. you're the perfect showrunner. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I met Roma and they said, you know, yeah, like Mark's our guy. Mm-hmm. And so that is for, they have a first look at Amazon. We were about to walk it in when this happened. So that's one I'm really uh, excited about. But the reason I'm sharing the story is uh, because... I just think young writers, if they handle their business properly, and right. um, there's people like me out there that are, approachable. are open, Fine. are approachable, yeah. and take your shot, shoot yeah. your shot, as they say. And so anyway, that's called Holy Grail. I'm really psyched about that. That's dope. That's so good to hear. I love that. Because I'm always telling people, you've heard me, all of you guys, I'm always like, and I'm telling you, there are, now it doesn't mean you, got, you can hit 900 people to do that, but there are people like Blutman who's like, I'll take... 10 minutes to read 10 pages of your script. You, I've seen you do it. Yeah. So it definitely happens. Go no, he, he, did, he did it with Mark. Flip. Yeah, right. he did it. See, that's, how it that's, 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 that's how it happened. That's how it happened. That's how you yeah. met. Yeah, no, yeah, we yeah. met on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think this is right before I got Nickelodeon program. Right. You know what I'm saying? He read my script and, you know, we hopped on Zoom and he, he connected me with some people. And to me, that was the difference. I think Mark was the beginning of seeing kind of the diff because i was so bruised from the music industry right where it's like wait, wait, there's problems in the music. man it's it, <laughs> that's why you saw snoop saying hey yes, we sir. need to talk yeah. about this by um, the way i appreciate you listening to my song yeah no <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah that that guitar solo you have exactly. was flames exactly. um but no it, it was you know he he was one of the ones who uh read it and it's funny because in the music industry whenever you pass your music along people always want you to sign under them mm-hmm. to get the DJ or you have to buy me a PlayStation to, right. <laughs> to get your song on the radio. And so it was dope to have somebody who was just like, nah, I think it's dope. You know what I'm saying? I want to meet hear some people. I like your shit. Right. And like hearing that in the beginning and actually taking some action was like dope on multiple levels. You know what I'm I saying? I even remember another one called Holy Koran. Holy, yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, me and yeah. my me and my boy, uh, we wrote that man. We wrote they that. They think together. us old people don't remember <laughs> shit. Nah, he do. He do. He he shit. does. He, he got ten more years in Blackman. Nah, <laughs> man. Nah, but but no, like, and you know, he's on Twitter, and I, I you know, we became friends off of there. I met a lot of people through Twitter. And, and we, talk, we talk football shit. Too. And let me football, say man, this: come on, Cowboys, you know what it is? Giants. Follow <laughs> Blackman because. He will literally say, hey, in the next hour, you can ask me any question you yep. want. You do that shit all the time, which all I think is brilliant, beautiful to pass that type of information. Yep. So just want to say thank you for that. And, yeah, approach me on the strike lines. If you're out there, come walk with us. Even if you're not in the guild, come walk with yep. us. Pick yep. up a sign. And, and, for sure. And, and, for you know, sure. Because this is yep. for your future. 
Indeed, indeed. Where you at? Did you say where you at? Uh, yeah, I'm at uh, Balance 510, B-A-L-A-N-C-510. Trying to finish this damn feature. <laughs> I'm in Act 3, but I finally figured it I out. I love it. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, uh, reading uh, books. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hop on that Steve Jobs. I'm reading this Rick, this Rick Rubin book. This is fire, bro. Okay. I think it's like the the creative. Artist I think I have it in my in my queue. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's, it's fire. I'm a big humongous Rick Rubin fan. Yeah. Just He's like amazing. all the shit he He's did amazing. with Def Jam and mm-hmm. shit, the LL it's Cool amazing. J, Run DMC shit, then Jay Z and yep. like being prolific, all the all the rock shit he did, mm-hmm. like. Being able to jump different genres, genres like yeah. he's somebody he's that the I, real deal. But that's proof again to the done. reps that tell us stick to your Come genre, on, stay exactly. in your lane. Come no on. bullshit. I want to no different kinds of music. All, the lane of, is, all of us are different. Yeah, we all it. like a bunch of different yeah, stuff. It's, that's it. That's I old school way of thinking. Messing up if you stay in the same hundred percent all the time. Yeah. You repeat yourself. You like you. You're doing hard now. I mean, the best stuff you do. The best stuff you do. Is when it's like new to you and you're like unsure of how to do it, and right. then you know, I mean, like, you never repeat. You try not to repeat and yourself. And the agents, Chris, the agents will say you will confuse the people out there of what you do. <laughs> no, Dude, we'll I'm a writer. You. There's no yeah. confusing it. Exactly. I'm a writer. I yeah. write shit. Exactly. Whatever it is, <laughs> I don't, you will I don't. confuse people. Yeah, well, Please. look, look, look. To, to, I think the pushback is, you know what my fucking subtitle is? <laughs> I tell you a good story. That's it. That's it you know, that's, that it, I'm, I'm not the sci-fi writer. I can. I'm not the action writer. I can. I just tell you a good story. Right. That's what you have to know me as. I'm, you know, storytellers, man. Yeah. That's what I, we I are. I mean, I always tell my reps, I I can write in damn near every genre. The only thing that stays the same is the theme. That's yeah. why you see me. That's my underdog. Yeah, it's still there. Redemption. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's why I'm able to write so many different things. The problem is they change the complete stories that they write. This show you just pitched is in your world. You just did facts. Have you? If you have you looked them up? Have yeah. you seen the Boy Meets World and all these other shows you've done? Yeah. Kids, yeah. young adults, all we, that. Not we, that you can't do another. I'm just no, of course. But we did a Boy Meets World theme picket the other day. Radford oh, yeah. was fucking packed. I we had four that. people from the cast, and we had fans coming in costumes, oh, homemade dope. signs with lines from the show. Dope. I had about five strangers come up to me hmm. and say, "Mr. Blotman," and I'm like, "Mark, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, thank you." You affected my life. Mm. I'm a writer because of the stuff you wrote. Right. That's tight. I mean, come on, man. Can't be that. That's what they don't that's understand. Why we do. they understand. That's, that's why we do. That's what they, yeah. they, they don't understand, understand at all. over there, man. Exactly. Uh, you know what? It's, it's maybe they understand it and and they're like, "Fuck Afraid that." Afraid of right. you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you need to fucking respect me for making money. That's what you need to respect. That's what, that's, you know, I, I tweeted. <laughs> I tweeted the other day. I said, "Hey, Zaslav, you know, a fucking big bank account. It's not a legacy." Damn, that's, oh, that's a T-shirt did, right there. What I did is a legacy. People yes. come up to me and yeah. go, "Thanks for this. Thanks for that. That's my legacy. You got more money than me, but you can't take that with exactly. you, bro." <laughs> Where you at, Chris Derrick? You know, I'm at unauthorized CBD on. Are you Twitter back on Twitter? <laughs> he went off for two weeks. He did two came weeks. Back all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, cleansing. <laughs> yes, little yeah. mental health cleansing for two weeks. Well, you know, because it's like. <sighs> Rich, I, Rich does that all the time too, don't you? Like I can be just jump off Twitter too sharp 
you know, <laughs> I can be too sharp, you know, like like too prickly at times. Like I'll, it's just like my mind will start going that direction, um, and I'll just say something that's like whatever, you know. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, like I don't like to shy away from that stuff, but every once in a while, I realize this maybe not the best thing to say. I do, you know. I just I take a breath, like whenever you do. I do. I, I take a man look. There's probably 75. I don't say nothing negative on tweets. The tweets. I don't do it on the show either. Write it off. Write it off. I don't need to say nope. this. I'm just going to save it. I save it so I know what mean not to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can yeah. come back to haunt you. Yeah. So I like, leave you know it alone. I'm just, like, I'm just not a political person. Yeah, and, so I and, just leave and it. by the way, politics I never do. <laughs> right. I've never done politics. I've never done religion. This is the first time I've been tweeting pointed anti-AMPTP stuff. Because That's fair. I just think that I believe in my brothers and sisters right. and siblings out in the union and on the lines. And, and, and I'm, if I was 28, I probably wouldn't say this shit because I'd be worried, well, that if they're going to hire me, they may look at old tweets. They yeah. could. Yeah. They could. They, yeah. But and that's now, how I think. Yeah. I'd rather that's my voice, my voice. Yeah. Right. Right no, I mean, now, my I'm, voice means something. I mean, sure. Like, I, I mean, that's the thing I worried about every once in a while. I was like, oh, did I, <clears> I say something that is like from a moment of passion? Because no one gives you that pass anymore you know no one gives you the pass of like i just blah blah blah, blah. you know we all get heated about something but we it's all, all truth do. too if i retweet zaslov getting booed by the boston university students mm-hmm. yeah i didn't make that up i didn't doctor no. it now, i, just I might amplify something it. like that that's but yeah. i don't usually generally go yo such and such and such i might go hey everybody this thing yeah you no, know, I, I say stuff. sometimes I i'll say hey everyone yeah. you know what's fucked up yeah. Just because, I mean, you know. Where are you at, Chris Derrick? I said I'm at unauthorized CBD. Y'all give me a director. We've been trying to wrap this up. Hey, this is the encore. This is the encore. This is like our, we're back for one more song. What do you guys want to hear? Gene Simmons came back out. He got his Detroit Rock City. Let's go. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys yeah. can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever you are, at Hilliard Guest. You can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, uh, Screenwriters Rant Room. I can't even get my shit there. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you guys listen to. We're all over the world. Um, Spotify, whatever. Please like us. Please retweet us. Please share it. Um, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. What else, Chris? Please support the show. Go to screenwritersrr.com and you can find our Patreon link. Support the show for a dollar a month. That's all. It's $12 what's, a month. What's a dollar? Yeah. The, the, look, those people who are supporting us, we love you. We absolutely love you so much. Thank you. I mean, thank you thank seriously, you. we do. Um, and uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. And so Patreon is patreon.com uh, forward slash screenwriters rant room. Or go to the website, uh, or if you're listening on Spotify, I think you can support directly from the Spotify link. Uh, yeah, support the show. Help us out. Special sure. shout out to uh, Tosh Cameron hanging out with us today. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Appreciate you. Um, Want to give another big shout out to my man Rich in the back over there. Rich Scott always comes through for me. We're doing a big panel June 23rd, Friday, with Dances with Films um, live. First ever Screenwriters Rant Room live. It's going to be some special guests coming through. It's going to be dope. It's free, if I didn't say it. Which is it? Dancingwithfilms.com? Is that what it is? Yeah, dancingwithfilms.com. 
reserved. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be dope. So uh, make sure y'all come through. On that note, thank you again, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Mark, Saeed, Chris, Hello. the whole Wu-Tang Clan. Um, <laughs> Appreciate you, Everybody man. joining with us. Y'all know how we're doing on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2023. 2023. Peace, y'all. Peace. I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Rant Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the rent room